0: This is Marriage to the Max, episode number 106. Well, hi. Welcome to yet another episode of Marriage to the Max. (laughs) I'm your host, Brett Hurst.
1: And I'm your co-host, Kelly Hurst.
0: Glad to have you, Kel.
1: Glad to have you, Brett.
0: (laughs) Kelly and I are both marriage educators. We are both co-founders of Home Encouragement and as always has been the case, this podcast is designed, anyway, to help you take your marriage to the next level.
1: Whether it does that, I have no idea. As but it's take, designed.
0: As it takes our own marriage to the next level. Mm, Bada bing. Bada bing. So I know you have a book you'd like to recommend, but before we get to the book, mm. I'd like to ask you, what is Kelly's beef today? What's your beef, Kel?
1: Kelly's beef today is Do you this. have one? I do have one. What's your it's beef? It's something that bothers me. It keeps me up at night sometimes. Oh, no. When misspellings and mispronunciations of words become mainstream. So I'll give you an example. No, right? A number of years ago, people began to mispronounce the word nuclear yeah. and they said nuclear, right? which is not a word, people. And that became just the common way. Now, uh, more people say nuclear than nuclear. I don't. I know you don't because you're, you were raised right.
0: Right. But they haven't changed the spelling yet. No,
1: they haven't. But the pronunciation is considered normal and it drives me crazy. One of recent. Years is this misspelling of the word lose. So if I need to lose weight, and I do, it is L O S E. Okay. Not loose weight. Yeah, you don't lose weight. L O O S E. So that's becoming a thing. But one of my biggest beefs is the mispronunciation of the word important. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, people think it only has one T, which uh. is at the end, and people say important. <laughs> And <laughs> it drives me nuts.
0: That that one's pretty widespread and Whew. I'm I'm not a fan either.
1: I'm not either. I don't even know where that started, but it is really annoying.
0: I, I hear it all the time, frankly, from Man. at any rate. Well, gosh, I hope uh I hope you don't
1: Today you, we have an, an important topic.
0: No we don't. It's important. <laughs> At any rate, the book you wanted to recommend today is called "Why Is My Marriage So Hard," which is no.
1: That's not the name of the book. That's the name of the podcast episode. The name of the book is "The Emotionally Destructive Marriage" by Leslie Vernick.
0: Well, I had that all flipped around.
1: Well, and the reason we're recommending that book is because the content from today's episode is. Leslie Vernick's material.
0: Okay, so the book is the emotionally destructive marriage. Correct. The title of this episode is "Why Is Marriage? Why Is My Marriage So Hard?" Right. I'm asking myself that right now.
1: <laughs> why is this podcast so hard?
0: All right. So Leslie Vernick is a author and a therapist that we enjoy her writings and uh-huh. her I've content. I've read several of
1: her books, heard her speak several times. She has a kind of a niche where she is a Christian therapist. And she she really speaks to a lot of women who have been mistaught Christian values in marriage. Mm-hmm. And I, I won't go into a lot of detail about that. But her books are very, very good. And I, I think she really speaks to a lot of uh, – well, she does couples counseling, too. But she speaks to a lot of women in particular.
0: She's a committed believer. Very much so. Right, but.
1: but she does have a neat niche. And I, I think her material that we've basically stolen <laughs> – for this podcast episode. Well, is, we're just uh,
0: highlighting her book, frankly. <laughs> exactly. So, so we want to talk about some examples of marriages that she might address that are kind of in yeah. her wheelhouse.
1: Yeah. So, one of the things, Brett, when when we hear from a couple who is struggling in some way, you know, we've heard from couples who'll say we're in a bad marriage, mm-hmm. and using Leslie Vernick's kind of terminology has helped at least me, both of us, I think to sort of parse out what does that really mean? Yeah,
0: well, bad can mean all kinds of things. Yeah.
1: So for example, she kind of has three types of marriage. They all start with the letter D, so it's kind of easy to remember. Okay. And she categorizes them in this way. One is what she calls a difficult Marriage. Okay. And a difficult marriage usually means there have been a lot of external stressors.
0: Okay. A lot of things have happened to mm-hmm. the family or mm-hmm. to the married couple.
1: In fact, you and I just got off the phone with a couple who's just had a year long run of just really hard things. One,
0: one tough thing after another. Exactly. Yeah. So that
1: can be anything from frequent job changes, unemployment, a special needs child. Blended family issues, extended family issues, military deployment, right. even really, really strong personality differences could maybe even be a part of that.
0: Or, or just difficult people in their lives. Yeah. Or and
1: it's like at every turn, it seems like there's something going wrong, mm-hmm. you know, and what her point is, is that not, is not necessarily now our relationships can certainly go downhill right. because of external stressors. Certainly. But a lot of times those are just difficulties that have weighed heavily on the relationship. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean the relationship is bad. Mm -hmm. So she kind of says thing, you know, so if a couple is mature enough to kind of handle their difficulties with care, with concern, Mm -hmm. then the difficulties can just stay difficult and, and, and they can acknowledge them for what they are.
0: Okay, so pushing back. Some people would say, "Well, I don't want my marriage to be difficult." But what yeah. what I think you and I would say to that is, "Marriage is difficult,
1: yeah, at, at times. Marriage is hard sometimes, right? But it takes the pressure off of you sometimes if you're able to look at your." Situation and go. Okay, we've had a really rough year. Or maybe a, diffi- a really rough five years. We're you
0: in know? a difficult season. Yeah, difficult which happens to season. any married couple right. at some point.
1: And we're feeling the weight of that, right? You know, we might be arguing more often than we normally do, and right. maybe we haven't taken a lot of time for each other and that sort of thing. But it's because of these external factors, right? And and I,
0: like you said, if they're mature, they manage that well. They don't let the so-called difficult marriage become destructive, right? Exactly. The difficult marriages that that's universal,
1: yeah. And they don't end up defining their relationship by these external right. you know, well, stressors good. and stress. So the difficult marriage is the first category. Okay.
0: She also talks about disappointing marriages. Mm-hmm. So, what kind of clarify that?
1: So, the disappointing marriage, the way she kind of defines that is, you know, when you realize that the person that you're married to is not perfect. Mm-hmm. which basically every marriage ever that ever has existed has reached this point at some point.
0: That, that was a hard reality for me to accept
1: that I'm not perfect. No,
0: that I'm not. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, you know, that was yeah. a rude awakening that's for a me. Different
1: kind of marriage. Brett yeah, but right. anyway, so you start to experience your partner's weaknesses, maybe their immaturity, their sin, mm-hmm. you know, even and we've seen this so many times, the things that you found attractive Are when now. you were dating or when you were early married have now become the things that irritate you mm-hmm. to death, you know right but this is my point, and we always talk with this about or to couples about this, but it's definitely Leslie Vernick's point of view, is that this realization is actually a really good thing mm-hmm. Because
0: you're dealing with reality.
1: You're dealing with reality. And our spouses are not supposed to be our end all.
0: Right, right.
1: You know, and when we've we've said this a million times on this podcast, when we put our spouses in that position, they are going to fall short.
0: We're setting them up to fail. We're
1: setting them up to fail and learning to live with an imperfect human being in a gracious and loving way is a task of maturity.
0: Okay, let me write that down so that I can. Tape that to our refrigerator <laughs> so that you that you so, so that when you, I
1: leave the milk out, <laughs> no.
0: Well, <laughs> I was gonna say for any of the things I do <laughs> that learning to live with an imperfect human being, yeah, in a gracious and loving way <laughs> is a task of, of maturity. maturity. And I know you want to be cross-stitch mature, cross stitch
1: that on a pillow, that's right, yeah. So, a disappointing marriage, I, I you know, I kind of just think even the best marriages probably have this moment where they just kind of, you know, look at their partner and go, huh, okay, he's doesn't get it all the time, or she certainly does not get it right all the time. How
0: disappointing.
1: And am I going to be okay? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Am I going to still show up and love this person? Will life go on? (laughs) Yeah. So we've got the difficult marriage, the disappointing marriage. What's the third one?
0: The destructive marriage. And that goes way beyond just being difficult or disappointing. Uh, Her definition of the emotionally destructive marriage, that's one where your personhood, your dignity, your your freedom of choice Mm -hmm. is regularly denied or it's crushed or it's criticized. Mm -hmm. That can take place through a lot of different ways. It could happen through words. It could happen through behaviors, through economics, attitudes, spiritual abuse. Mm -hmm. So there's some signs that she gives to kind of let you know indicators of whether or not you're in a destructive marriage.
1: Yeah. One is uh, when you feel controlled a lot. And mm-hmm. now we just did an episode a few weeks ago about being a control geek. Yeah. Uh, and sometimes all of us behave in controlling ways. So yeah. I'm not talking about those once in a moment things where you're like, ah, eh, quit trying to control me. You're not the boss of me. You know, right. I'm talking about a, a constant feeling that someone is, Trying to keep you under their thumb, right? You know, right. a second one is you feel afraid.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, in, in a destructive marriage,
1: yeah. yeah. If, you, if you, you're physically afraid, mm-hmm. emotionally afraid, not good. If you feel confused a lot, mm-hmm. you know, maybe your partner kind of gaslights you—that term of trying to make you feel a little nuts.
0: Yeah, I feel confused, but it's from my own doing, not from anything <laughs> you're doing.
1: If you feel dismissed mm-hmm. a lot, yeah. that your opinion doesn't matter, that mm-hmm. you don't have a voice in the relationship that you certainly, if you don't feel like an equal in the relationship.
0: And that's one of those subtle ones that mm-hmm. can kind of creep up that will lead a, maybe a difficult marriage into this state of being destructive. Right. So exactly. you kind of got to keep an eye on it.
1: And then lastly, if you're feeling objectified,
0: mm-hmm. what do you mean by, um,
1: well, I mean, certainly, you know, sexually, if you're feeling like you're just kind of an object to your spouse to, Mm -hmm. you know, just kind of be used, Mm -hmm. but there are other more subtle ways that you can feel objectified. But, you know, if you've got a number of these, you know, you, you probably already know you're in a destructive Mm -hmm. marriage, but you might not have language to articulate what that is in her book, the emotionally destructive marriage. She has some ways, some steps that she kind of talks about learning how to build your own core Mm -hmm. so that you can either Be in a healthy relationship with this partner, maybe through Mm -hmm. counseling and outside help, or if you have to get out of this relationship, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, that you can find yourself in a healthy relationship the next time.
0: Right. And that's never anything we take lightly. We don't want people to end their marriages. That's not why we're. Doing what we're doing. We're trying to get people to stay together, frankly. Yeah, but, but not at
1: any cost. But not at any cost. Yeah. yeah. And if you're in a type of, of a destructive relationship, then really traditional marriage counseling efforts are probably not going to work mm-hmm. because what you're in is an abusive relationship. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not being hit physically, yeah, you're
0: going to need a you're going to need extra help.
1: Yeah. To see
0: if this is even going to be a possibility. You don't have
1: a marriage problem. You have an abuse problem. Right. Which is a whole nother thing. Different level. And so without intense help for the one who is abusing, there really can just not be any legitimate repair of the marriage. It's kind of like when, Brett, when you and I coach couples where there is a serious addiction, Mm -hmm. but maybe by one of the spouses, they'll come to us for marriage coaching. And we say, you know, we can give you some tools, but they're probably not going to be at play until Mm -hmm. the addiction gets addressed and, you know, healed or managed, you know, in some way. Right. Because it's just there's always going to be that thing that gets in the way. And it's certainly if you're in a kind of an abusive destructive type of marriage, mm-hmm. there's no real going to a marriage counselor to fix the marriage. You've, mm-hmm. you've got to address this in a whole different way.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Okay. Well, that's good. That's helpful. Kind of a short episode. We
0: like her and uh, mm-hmm. we're grateful for her ministry and how she's helped a lot of a lot of people so mm-hmm. uh, really grateful yep. good good stuff well if you'd like to contact us you can find us at marriage to org you can also find us on social media you can follow marriage to the max on Facebook like the page if you get there or you can follow home encouragement on Instagram that's home encouragement underscore well actually it's home encouragement Underscore.
1: It's home underscore encouragement. Thank you. I knew I'd get that
0: right. Home <laughs> underscore encouragement underscore on Instagram. Anyway, we hope you'll share the love with us. Uh, rate us on Apple Podcasts or Podbean. Uh, we'd love for you to write a review. That just helps us get the word out, Gets gives us more visibility. Thanks for listening today. And until next time, remember, healthy marriage, healthy world. God bless you all.